The star at the heart of the Eden system shone brightly. Its light spread throughout the system, banishing the darkness. For the light was the source of all life in the system. Without it, everything would wither and die in the dark and cold, alone. Just like all living creatures, the star breathed. Its hot corona continually expanded and contracted, creating the solar wind, a stream of charged particles blown off the surface of the star and extending all the way to the heliopause, almost 15 trillion kilometers distant. The star was massive, with a diameter of about one and a half million kilometers, and had a surface temperature in excess of 5,000 degrees Celsius. It was by far the largest object in the Eden system, comprising 99% of the system's mass. The planet Eden Prime, by comparison, was barely a pinprick in size. The light from the star took almost 10 minutes to travel the distance to the planet. However, in comparison to the star's swirling maelstrom of hot plasma and magnetic fields, the surface of Eden Prime was green and tranquil. With the distant star beginning to climb above the horizon, only just starting its trek towards the zenith of the day, Eden Prime's sky was azure blue and clear. A perfect day for a wedding. However, this was no ordinary wedding, as the pastor would be the first to testify. After all, it was the first wedding he had attended where he had been politely but firmly frisked for weapons prior to being permitted entry. He had inquired, with some trepidation, of the Marine who was currently thoroughly searching him if they were expecting any trouble. Not at all, Pastor. We're just taking precautions. We already have a company of Marines guarding the perimeter, and the fleet is enforcing a no-fly zone over the Senate. The Marine pointed into the sky, where the Pastor could observe the contrails left by fighters circling high overhead. And, the young man continued in an unconcerned voice, The 12th Fleet are in orbit, ready to intercept any approaching ships. We've got everything covered. Have a nice day. Following the wide, meandering path, the pastor observed the bright sunlight streaming through the overhead branches. A mild breeze, heavy with the scent of summer flowers and newly cut grass, stirred the leaves in the trees, making them waft backwards and forwards. He saw trees, lakes, and in the hazy distance, a marsh with glimpses of a silvery, fast-flowing river. He heard couples laughing as he passed by, and overhead, a songbird trilled from a nearby tree. Staring around, wide-eyed in astonishment at the landscape, he wondered why he did not spend more time in the Senate Park. He could not remember the last time he felt as close to the great maker as he did with all this life and beauty surrounding him. The pastor continued on towards the front of the congregation, and upon arriving, he took a moment to stare out at the unusual spectacle facing him. For instead of the riot of colors and styles usually present at such a wedding, the congregation was a sea of black and white, interspersed with the occasional man or woman not wearing a uniform. One example was the elderly couple seated in the front row behind the groom, the groom's parents, the pastor assumed. Standing a little off to one side and behind the bride was an imposing man with gray hair and dark green eyes, also dressed in an immaculate white uniform. He was tapping his foot irritably, obviously impatient for proceedings to get underway. There was no doubt as to the identity of this man. After all, his face must be the most instantly recognizable in the Confederation, and As the pastor had no desire to get on the wrong side of Marcus Aurelius, the bride's father, 
he quickly commenced proceedings. My friends, we are gathered here today to celebrate one of life's greatest moments, to give recognition to the worth and beauty of committed marital love, and to add our best wishes to the words which shall unite Commander Jonathan Roddick and Sophia Aurelius. Princess Sophia Aurelius, an indignant voice interrupted the pastor. I didn't spend thirty years being the imperial emperor for my daughter to be married off like some common... Father, hush, the bride interrupted serenely, with lips upturned in a slight smile. The only response was a huff from over her shoulder.